On today's episode, we are talking about psychedelics, which I am very excited about. I've always found psychedelics to just be absolutely beautiful and really beneficial in connecting us to our mind, body, and spirit, as well as the world around us. I can't wait to see where we go with psychedelics in especially like the near future because they are becoming more and more popular. People are understanding their therapeutic benefits. So I just can't wait to see how that all plays out here soon. And I really want to be a part of it as well. I want to throw in a little disclaimer here. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a licensed or certified mental health professional. I don't work in law enforcement or any sort of legal practices, so this podcast is for entertainment, conversation, maybe education, but in no way is this supposed to be like a supplement for anything else, and I am not trying to get anyone or myself in trouble here, so please consult your local laws and medical professionals before trying any sort of substance or drug. But we are on here to talk about psychedelics today. I am so, so excited, guys. I just love psychedelics. I think they're so cool. (laughs) I love what they do for people, and I have had so many different experiences on them. I've probably done them more than 10 or 15 times at this point. But my first trip was about six years ago. I took LSD, and... I was just like hanging out with a bunch of friends. We took some acid and I ended up having the most impactful night of my life so far. (laughs) And I'm not exaggerating. It really, that trip uh, just completely affected my life up until this day. And that was six years ago. And I think it's something I'll think about forever. (laughs) I took this acid and I had known before about like positive and negative energy and how the world around us was all alive and all that good stuff. Like, I knew all of that. But when I took this acid, I had a completely, like, just different way of looking at life. I had this huge realization of why my life was so negative. I had always been this really depressed, sad, negative, kind of shit person I lied a lot. I was stealing. I was manipulative. I just wasn't living life well, and I wasn't being the best person that I could be. And I wasn't really aligned spiritually at all. Like, I had been raised kind of religious, but I dropped out of all of that because of reasons I'm not going to get into now. But I just wasn't aligned spiritually, and this acid trip really did that for me. I realized that I was putting off and putting out so much negative energy that that's all I was getting back into my life. And that's not to say that there weren't like other people, other events, different life circumstances that cause bad or negative things to happen. But at the end of the day, what I realized was most of it fell on me, (laughs) like majority of it fell on me because all I was doing was thinking negatively. I was thinking that I had to be this depressed person because that's just who I was. I was like, well, this is how my brain works. I'm going to think like this forever. So here we are. Great. And it goes along really well with that saying, like, misery loves company. 
And that's how I was. I was attracting misery into my life, not just people, but all different things around me. I was just like bringing all this stuff in. And while I was on this acid trip, I was like, oh, (laughs) I don't actually have to be this way. I can choose to be more positive. And now I understand that I can attract positive things in my life if I have a more positive outlook and try and find the best in things. It was like it was that simple (laughs) the whole time. (laughs) And it, it was for me at that moment. I was like, oh, it's really just this simple. I don't have to force myself to feel any type of way and I can just be this lighter human being. It almost was like it released my depression. Like I was released from my depression. It was like taking off a weighted, thick, heavy coat and just dropping it on the ground. That's what it felt like. Like my depression just fell off of me. And it was amazing. I just realized like it's so silly how seriously I take life and how seriously I take myself and the things around us. Like what is the point of that? (laughs) And it was like having a really big therapeutic breakthrough. It helped me want to exist. My depression always made me feel like I just didn't want to be alive anymore. I didn't see the point in life. I, that's just how I thought. I was constantly like, what the fuck is the point? Like, if this is how I'm going to think and this is how I'm going to be and this is how life is going to treat me, then why the hell am I here? And on this acid trip, I was like, oh, wait, wait, like, if nothing matters, in a sense, then I can really do whatever the fuck I want. And I can choose to be like this shitty kind of lower depressed person, or I can choose to see the positive things and have a brighter outlook on life and just exist because I'm here anyway, so I may as well exist (laughs) in a happier way. It was this huge therapeutic breakthrough. And that's not to say that I don't still have depressive episodes. I definitely do but they are not nearly as intense or as fierce or as smothering as they used to be. Like, I was depressed for years and years, and then after that trip, I've only really had episodes of it where it's maybe lasted, like, a month or a few weeks or a couple of days, like, something more like that. But I'm able to pull myself out of it so much better than I could have before. Not that I was even doing that before, really, but I can just move through it so much better because I have this completely different perspective on my life and the way that I make myself feel and the energy that I create within myself and the energy that I put out as well. Again, this whole idea of like attracts like, that was a huge light bulb for me realizing that. I also don't know if psychedelics are necessarily like this magic cure for all or like it magically cured my depression, but in a sense it kind of did. It really did feel like magic. But I think what psychedelics really do is it gives way for these underlying feelings and it helps you like ponder those things in an open and constructive way. So you can let go, like slow down, reflect. You're not so stuck in these 
thought patterns and way of life that you're used to. It just, they help you open up so much and help you be aware of what's going on within you in such a different perspective. You're able to give yourself different insights. Psychedelics typically stimulate the serotonin system, which is mostly uh, something that like plays a role in your mood. But what I think the two most important things that psychedelics do is they quiet the brain's default mode network and they stimulate creation for new neural pathways. So they're quieting the part of your brain that has repetitive thought patterns. And then while that part of your brain is quieted, it's allowing for this creation of new ideas and new pathways to be created within your brain. You can make brand new connections and have all these different realizations. You can come to peace with a lot of things. And psychedelics just give you that ability to get out of your own fucking way, basically. Like, you're not judging yourself. You're not judging things around you. You're not trying to control or force anything. You're just being. And you're allowing yourself to just be. And I think a lot of us really struggle with that on like a day-to-day basis of just existing. There's so much pressure to do all these other things. And psychedelics allow that slowdown. They make you give space for yourself and the things going on around you. There's this great example of your brain pathways being almost like a like sled pathways that you would sled down in in the snow. So it's like, of course, you're going to take the same route or you see a route that's already there. So you may as well go down it because it's already paved. And that's kind of what your brain does. It wants to save and conserve energy. So it's going to keep using the same paths, especially those deeply fucking rooted ones, because they're so easy to go down. They're already there. And why would I waste the energy and time trying to make new ones? And psychedelics are almost like taking that idea and shaking it all up, like making a whole new snowstorm happen. And all of a sudden you can sled down any direction that you want. You can connect anything you want. And it's really this beautiful new picture in your brain that helps you live the way that you want to live. It goes along with this concept of an ego death or ego loss. This is a really big thing within the psychedelic community and the psychology community. An ego death is when you lose your sense of self, you lose your sense of identity, which can sound kind of scary, I think, at first, because people are like, oh, um, if I don't have an identity, like, who the fuck am I? <laughs> but on psychedelics, this is so cool because... What it does when you have this ego death is it completely releases you of previous ideas that you either thought you had to be this person or who you like who you think you're supposed to be because you were this way or this is kind of hard to explain. (laughs) You just you lose previous ideas of your identity. So you become clearer and emptier and more accepting of what actually makes you feel whole. You realize why you do self-destructive things or harmful things that don't align with who you want to be and you 
get to have this pure freedom of letting go of your ego, of your identity. You get to choose who you become. And that's what an ego death really lets you do. You get to decide, like, do I want to be this, like, shit person that I was? Or do I want to actually start aligning with my truer self? (laughs) That's at least what I went through. And you can keep, like, certain little parts of your identity. Those parts aren't really going to come up. It's these other parts that have been constructed over time of who you think you are, who you think you're supposed to be because of these things that you've experienced through life or because of the messages that have been given to you through, like, society, social media, your parents, friends, other family members, just whoever and whatever is giving you this sense of identity and you've started to create your own on top of that. This ego death allows for you to be like, you know what? (laughs) I actually want to fucking choose who I want to be and I want to be this or I want to be more connected with the earth. It has you let down your guard so much. Again, you're not sitting there like judging yourself or judging things around you. You're not forcing things. You're just letting everything be and come to you and then releasing what you don't want to hold on to. I think there's like three kind of steps when you go through an ego death sort of. There's this phase of detachment, so when you very first, like, let go of the ideas that you had, and then transforming or changing into more of what you want to be and what you want to align with, and then incorporating those ideas in your day-to-day life. I think remembering and incorporating them is, like, a challenge for sure. (laughs) I can recall a lot of the lessons I've learned while on psychedelics and knowing what aligns with my truer self, I can think of that very often, almost on a day-to-day basis. Actually incorporating it becomes kind of difficult (laughs) because like life happens, shit happens. Like this stuff just piles on top of you. It can fade into the background over a period of time and it just kind of doesn't come to the forefront as much. So it's difficult to have to recall that all the time. Like I said with my LSD trip about six years ago, I try and remember as often as I can, but that doesn't mean that I don't still like fuck up or I don't align with my truer self every single moment of every single day. I'm just not there yet. Um, It is a practice. It's a huge practice. I think meditation has been extremely helpful for me, especially in times when I really don't align with my truer self, my higher S self. I had a moment the other week where I had gone out one night of the week and I stayed out way too late. I ended up being surrounded by people that kind of made me uncomfortable. I was just in this situation that I didn't want to be in and I ended up getting home really, really late. And the next day, I was so sad and angry at myself. I just stayed in my room for the entire day. I slept like, I I don't even know, from like, I woke up and fed my dog and then went back to sleep until like 6 or 7 p.m. (laughs) And then the next day when I got up, I did the same thing. Woke up, fed my dog, and went back to sleep until like 4 in the afternoon because I was so upset with myself. But during that time, when I woke up on the second day, I just took the time to think about where I was at 
And I was kind of like, okay, I've been doing really, really well lately. I want to keep going down this path of feeling good and doing what's right for me, doing what makes me feel aligned and grounded and more connected to my spirituality, to the earth, to the people around me in like a loving way. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I want to keep doing this. So why am I feeling like this? Why am I letting myself get sucked into this depressive hole? Like what is going on right now? And I took the time to really reflect on my emotions because I didn't want to give them negative energy. I felt like they were there for a reason. And I don't think emotions necessarily have negative energy unless you give them that relationship, which was another thing that I learned on psychedelics. (laughs) Just giving a negative relationship to anything is going to make it negative for you. So even with your emotions, just let them be what they are. And that's what I did. I was like, okay, so I'm sad. I'm going to kind of check in with this sad part and see what's going on. And one thing I learned in therapy was that your emotions and these things inside of you probably have positive intentions. Even if you think that they're bad, their intention is positive. So I was like, okay, why is this sad part of me trying to come through? Like, what is its intention here? What is its positive intention? And I realized that this really depressed part of me was trying to remind me that I had been doing really well lately and I wanted to stay on that path. And I was upset because I had given in to allowing other people to take energy from me and think that I had to be a certain way for other people to accept me. And that was really upsetting and (laughs) just made me really fucking sad and really angry at myself. But slowing down and reflecting and giving those emotions the space and respect that they deserved was extremely beneficial. I don't think I'd ever pulled myself out of that, of a depressive state like that in ever. (laughs) I was able to pull out of that so much quicker than I ever have in the past. It was unbelievable. And it was all because of the way I was thinking about it, the perspective I took on it, which is something I learned from psychedelics, was learning about this positive energy that you can put into yourself and learning that it's really important to slow down, reflect, and just be for a little bit. My emotions just needed to be like that for a minute. My body, my mind, and my soul were all like, nope, we just need to sleep and rest because I just gave away so much of my energy. I felt really vulnerable and scared. I I was scared to like go back outside because of how I was the night before. And that's what my emotions were trying to help me with. They were like, we're scared. Let's stay inside and not do anything for a minute because we need to remember who we are. And it was such a grounding experience. I, I just loved that so much. And ego death can really bring about this huge personality shift, which is what I experienced from that first LSD trip. I remember seeing family and friends like a month or so afterwards and people came up to me being like you seem like a completely different person and I was like I am (laughs) I was like I totally am I felt like I had been spiritually reborn into a whole other version of myself and I chose to do that psychedelics give you the opportunity to choose these things 
And then you learn after that, if you keep that lesson with you, you always get to choose. I would say like 99% of the time, we always have a choice. That might be an extreme percentage. Because <laughs> like life, you know, being a human is fucking hard and we all have to like go to work and stuff. But we choose to do that. We really do. I mean, at the end of the day, if you think about it, you chose to go to work. <laughs> you could have not. That's not to say it doesn't have a shit ton of consequences. But like overall, we have a choice pretty much all of the time. And again, that might be an extreme percentage. I'm not tr- I don't want to get into like all the really negative aspects of not having choices at with things because I think we all know where I could probably go with that. Which I'll get into that on a different episode, but not today. We're talking about happy psychedelics. <laughs> Um, with that changing up here, (laughs) I want to talk about the vibe that you give off, um, just as a person (laughs) and how you do attract things. And I know I'm repeating myself a little bit here, but like attracts like the vibe that you give off, these vibrations, energies that you give off, that's what you're going to attract back into your life. And that'll include like people, jobs, clothes, clothes plants, <laughs> food, just all sorts of things. Like you'll attract a lot of what you want to put out. I've noticed this a lot with people. I don't know if my other examples were super great, but <laughs> I notice it a lot with other people. Whenever I am on a shift of like a spiritual awakening, or if I'm kind of backtracking into the way that I used to be, I notice that the people around me start shifting. I lose some people, I gain some people, and that's like a big tell for me. I'm like, wait, who am I attracting in my life right now? What kind of path am I actually on? Recently, I've been trying very hard to regain my independence and figure out things that do make me feel more whole and bring me peace and help me feel centered in myself things that just keep me aligned with my body, mind, and soul. That's what I've been practicing a lot these past couple months. And I've noticed who has really stuck around and who hasn't. And I've also noticed the universal tests going on. (laughs) Like old people from my past have popped up quite a bit. And it's almost like the universe giving me a little test. Like, hey, are you actually ready? Because you're giving off this vibe like you're ready, but we're gonna we're just gonna send this little thing in here to see if you're ready for this next step. And it's like sometimes I've slipped up. <laughs> but even what happened the other week, like I was talking about me going out and being out super late, that was something I used to do a lot, like a few years ago. I would stay out late all the time, just like being fucked up, being with not super great influences like just wasn't a great life and I felt like I had been put right back in that situation and I was like oh shit this is kind of a test it felt like one (laughs) I was like oh I need to get out of here (laughs) I don't want to be a part of this this test please there's actually this uh really cool experiment done by Masaru Omoto so sorry if I'm butchering that name Um, I'll link it here in the show notes, but it's called the water experiment. 
And Emoto claimed that water was a blueprint for our reality, and that emotional energies and vibrations could change its physical structure. So what he did was he exposed different glasses of water to various words, pictures, music, and then he froze them and examined the ice crystals that they formed. The water that was exposed to the positive speech and intentions created these really like visually pleasing ice crystals. They almost look like snowflakes. They're really beautiful. Very geometric, very like just put together, lots of beauty going on. The water that was in the negative intentions room, (laughs) their ice crystals were extremely distorted. There was no real rhyme or reason going on. It wasn't pleasing to look at. They were just all over the place, kind of. And it really showed how energy, even just thoughts and speech, affected what was around it, or around this water. If your vibrations and energies can affect something as simple as the molecules in a glass of water, I mean, think of what else that they can affect. (laughs) That's just so crazy to think about for me. Like, how you say things, the energy you have behind what you say, the energy behind your thoughts, that was really crazy for me to think about. My thoughts have energy. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, no. Which is why I think it's probably really important that you learn how to, like, work with your thoughts. (laughs) Learn how to let them go and just be thoughts. Don't attach energy to them because that will that will translate. That will go out into the world. So careful. Careful with your thoughts, people. (laughs) But again, like going back to this idea of how your energy and vibrations affect the world around you, this was a huge thing to learn on psychedelics. I think a lot of people that take psychedelics figure this out. (laughs) And you might already know it. Like, a lot of people are like, yeah, I get it. Like, my vibe does this, or my energies are impacting that tree. I get it. But what happens when you're on psychedelics is you perceive it in a completely different way. So it's not new, but it is new at the same time because of how you're seeing it and how you're understanding it. It becomes new information. You actually learn it and keep it with you. And you can visually see it happening in the world because, in my opinion, once you take psychedelics and you notice, like, the synchronicities within the world and how your energy impacts the things around you, you can never unsee that, (laughs) which is not a bad thing. It can be a little overwhelming sometimes because you're like, oh, great, I'm like in control of a lot of things and I'm also out of control of a lot of things and I just don't know what to do about that (laughs) and it can be really overwhelming but for the most part it's a hard thing to unsee and you're like okay so I don't like I want to make sure that I'm putting out the right stuff I want to take care of this earth that we're on I want to take care of the plants animals the other humans everything around me. I want to be that energy of compassion, safety, love, trust, all those things. I think that's 
a big connecting part of psychedelics. You come to this realization of everything is connected. So you want to be a better version of who you are. You want to be more love and more compassion or whatever else comes with that. That's like the biggest thing I found on psychedelics, which is amazing because I don't know. I just feel like everyone should take psychedelics because <laughs> there's so much hate and force and control going on. And a lot of people struggle day to day with just regular life. And psychedelics in a therapeutic way can really help people let go of this idea and realize that you're just here to exist. So please try and be, you know, a good person or a loving human, a safe place for others. It's really this beautiful connection that it brings us. Thanks for listening to part one of this episode, y'all. I am going to be splitting this into two parts. So on the next episode, I'll be talking more about how psychedelics affect our perception of the world around us and within us. I'll also be discussing the concept of a universal language and how psychedelics can be used with mental health and how they have been used in the past. So there's that.